When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings, I'm Colin Bedell. Today's Monday, July 11th, and this is The Rising Sign. All right, so Venus is really the star of the week because Venus currently in Gemini is aspecting other energies throughout the vast majority of the week. And today it's aspecting the moon in Sagittarius through an opposition, a Venus-Moon opposition. And this transit happens fairly frequently, but it only happens once a year when Venus is in Gemini, okay? And so something that I was thinking about to make sure that I give very simple and practical advice is it's a scene from one of my favorite television shows, actually, but it was only one season. It was the Haunting of Hill House. So for any horror lovers out there, I'm right there with you. Fantastic. And there was a moment when someone had remarked that all we are is stories in the end, right? That's all we are to ourselves. And the ones we love is we are stories. And I was like, wow, that's really beautiful. And I really felt that in my bones, it was the truth, right? And so today's transit Venus and Gemini opposite the moon and Sag wants us to think about what are our relational stories and how are we making sure that we're not looking at it from this lens of fundamentally bad or fundamentally crystals and rainbows, right? I think with any energy involving Sagittarius and Gemini, we are looking at proof and we're looking at potential. That's something that, speaking of Sagittarius and Gemini, I am a Gemini and who I'm about to quote is a Sagittarius. Their name is Camellia Dowling and they have always kind of helped me understand that you want to not just fall in love with someone's potential, but their proof as well. You know, what are they actually doing on the level of behavior and what are they aspiring to become in the present and future? And you want to look at someone's proof and you want to look at someone's potential. Okay. Now, when thinking about, again, the stories that we only are to each other relationally, I want you to really examine the proof and the potential and say, how can I hold the most holistic interpretation of this? It is so easy and it is so seductive to think that people are just essentially cynical and annoying and out to harm us or that they are the greatest thing since sliced bread, right? We often think in black and white terminology, not enough in the gray, not enough in the color, not enough in the distinctions. And so I really want you to look at the stories you have around other people when you're making meaning about your relationships and ask yourself, you know what, how can I look at their proof and their potential and how can I make sure that I'm looking at this from the both end lens both end meaning they are both works in progress and can really get under my skin but they're also worthy of love and belonging exactly as they are because so am i right i really want us to do that because again you know individually and culturally it's so easy for us to get seduced into this fundamental essentialist thinking people are always bad and they're forever going to be bad and people never change and this person's never going to change and the story is only negative and we forget the things that people do for us we forget the ways in which they showed up for us we forget the fact that they were trying right i heard couples therapist terry real say love the partner you have not the partner you deserve (laughs) i was like whoa 
that's honest, you know? And so when we can see both proof and potential, we can see, all right, they made a mistake and also yesterday they didn't. And how can I, when I'm interpreting this person and seeing the story, because that's all we are to each other is the stories in the end, that I'm holding, you know, some opportunities that they'd certainly have for growth, but also moments where they really got it right. So that's my interpretation of today's transit. I hope that's helpful for you. And I hope that the stories that you're in relationally do provide opportunities for healing and connection and levity and support and joy and trust and all those things. So wishing you a wonderful Monday and I'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. So I'm Colin and you can find me at Queer Cosmos. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know by leaving a review because we love hearing from you. Have a great Monday, everyone. Bye. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.